Welcome to the What is Stoicism podcast. With January almost over already, assuming you're listening to this episode around the time it was published, you might be looking back ruefully wondering where your New Year's resolutions went. Or if you've managed to keep up with them, you might not be seeking that extra motivation to further maintain them. Maybe you don't bother with resolutions at all and prefer a perpetual campaign of self-improvement through small increments throughout the year. Whether we make promises to ourselves at the turn of the year or not, self-reflection and habit-building will always be vital to any philosophical practice if we are to gain the mental well-being that we're striving for. And probably the most important thing about building habits is to start small and realise that habits are built over time with consistent effort, not all at once. Probably most of what I've learned about building habits over the past few years is derived in some form from everyone's favourite habits book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And one of the best ideas from that book, I think, is about attaching habits to your identity. There are some other useful points to consider, however, so with this in mind, inspired by the Stoics and James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, here are four things worth considering when forming habits and working toward achieving your goals. The first one, as I alluded to, is identity. See yourself as what you want to be, then enact the habits that reinforce that identity. For example, if your goal is to meditate more, see yourself as someone who meditates. Each action you take is then a vote for the type of person you want to become, and your habits kind of become ingrained in who you are. Another thing related to this that's covered in Atomic Habits is quitting bad habits and how useful it can be to replace bad habits with something more constructive, rather than just trying to stop doing them with no plan for how to fill that empty space. Again, you need to pick something that aligns with your identity. The Stoic philosopher Epictetus actually mentions the same technique in one of his lessons when he talks about how, quote, every habit is confirmed and grows in its corresponding actions, walking by walking and running by running. Therefore, if you want to do something, Make a habit of it. If you don't want to do that, don't. But make a habit of something else instead. End quote. A second thing to consider when forming habits is the process of doing so. Processes are fully within your control, while outcomes aren't. Detaching from the outcome allows for more focus on the process, which ironically creates a greater possibility of achieving the outcome. Let your practice of the process that is, your own actions that align with the habits you're trying to build, feel like an accomplishment. As Marcus Aurelius wrote in his meditations, you always retain the power over those accomplishments. Quote, Ambition means tying your well-being to what other people say or do. Self-indulgence means tying it to the things that happen to you. Sanity means tying it to your own actions. End quote. A third thing to consider when forming habits is your perspective on making progress. When tempted to compare your progress to others, appreciate what you've done already by reminding yourself of a time when you wanted what you currently have. It can be really detrimental to our progress when we allow ourselves to feel inferior to those who seem to be more disciplined than ourselves. What really prevents habit development though, I think, is being way too hard on yourself when you fail. Being strict with yourself means developing the discipline to maintain good habits and constantly reviewing how well you're adhering to them and making adjustments. It doesn't mean beating yourself up when you fall short. Epictetus makes a great point about how to recover from lapses when he says, quote, pass judgment on your faulty actions, 
but when you have condemned them, do not give up on yourself. End quote. The fourth and final thing from this list to consider is priority. As you develop your self-discipline by gradually building good habits, you create more space in your life. At this point, it's important to avoid using this achievement as an excuse to slip back into the bad habits you worked so hard to eradicate. In other words, as more opportunities arise, it becomes more important to protect your process by saying no to things that waste your time and take you away from the identity you worked hard to create. For example, if you decided to cut down on your screen time and managed to do so, you might be tempted to reward yourself by letting the habit creep back in again. The chances are, however, that it'll escalate and you'll quickly be back where you started. Again, it comes back to knowing the kind of person you are and want to be. As Epictetus put it, no one else can do this for us. Quote, After all, you're the one who knows himself, which is to say you know how much you're worth to yourself and at what price you sell yourself. The price differs for different people. End quote. In other words, it's up to us to get to know ourselves. It's up to us to know the principles by which we live and by extension what habits enable us to do so. And as we touched on earlier, we need to take care when comparing ourselves to others. In his discourses, Epictetus cautions us against that very act. We shouldn't be discouraged by the seemingly unattainable standards of our role models. Rather, we should use them as inspiration to keep improving as much as we possibly can. So I think it's fitting to close this episode about building habits and making progress with the following passage from Epictetus. Quote, but it may be that exceptional greatness belongs to others, to Socrates and others like him. So if we're equipped by our natures for greatness, why don't all of us, or even many of us, achieve it? Does every horse turn out swift? Does every hound become a good hunter? Well then, am I to stop trying just because I lack natural ability? Perish the thought. Epictetus won't be a greater man than Socrates, but I'm satisfied with his not being too bad. I won't be Milo the wrestler either, but that doesn't mean I neglect my body. Nor will I be King Croesus, but that doesn't mean I neglect my possessions. In short, in any field of endeavour, we don't let the recognition that we won't reach the peak make us stop trying. End quote. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please consider taking a second to leave a rating and a review. It's a good way to let me know you're getting value from the content and it helps more people discover the show. I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I recommend checking out the Stoic Handbook podcast by John Brooks. It's one I've been a fan of myself for a while. It has great reviews. John publishes regular episodes that are always filled with practical wisdom and it's available on all the usual podcast platforms. You can also find it on the web at stoichandbook.buzzsprout.com. Thanks again for listening.